will. Yeah. When you open up that verse okay. in Hebrew, basically what David is saying, wait a minute, I see this differently. Part of my life, half of my life, I've actually been bringing you an offering. He said, but what you really want is my entire life to be an offering. Yes. And there is a difference. Yeah. Encouraging, inspiring, and equipping leaders. This is Coach and Joe. Welcome to Coach and Joe. My name is Chad Norris. Wound up one more time. About to take a deep dive with Dr. Michael Thornton here on the power of the word F-I-R-S-T. First fruits. Mm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all shall be added unto you. Uh, mm. Exodus 34-ish. He's a jealous God. Okay. Mm. Intimacy with God, friendship with God has to have evidence. Yes. I know we're not supposed to be judging each other, but we are supposed to judge fruit, right? Oh, oh yeah. There is something that is undeniable when it comes to someone who is friends with God. God will always have that person's first. Mm. What is the deal? You know, we got Cain and Abel passage. Yes. I'm sure your mind's spinning on this thing going through the scriptures. If there's no first, let's talk about Jericho. God says, give me that one first. Lowest elevated city in the world. Mm -hmm. You give me the first city and I'll give you every other city. Think about that. Yes. What is the deal with Abba and first? Oh, man. There's so many things that come to my mind. But the first thing that really just really touches me uh, in my heart about that is that he is back to a conversation we had before. He's a God of order. And there is an ordering there. There is something about uh, the initial thing that God does. It's really important. And I believe the Father loves to set patterns. You see it all throughout Scripture. Moses, come build the tabernacle according to the pattern I showed you. Even That's in, good. Even in Genesis 1, he says, let us make man in our image and our likeness. Hebrew word for likeness is pattern. Let us make humanity after our pattern. That's good. So the Father loves to have patterns. He has, he has many patterns. And so... When you look at scripture, Jericho, it's like that sets a pattern or a template for everything else. Michael, if I don't start my day with Abba, oh. the rest of my day goes to pot. <laughs> I'm with you. I can't stand it. Um, the flesh will win. It will. It will. And and you know what else, too? I'm not trying to make a religion out of this, a doctrine out of this, or a formula out of this. If he doesn't, if I don't connect with him before I fall asleep, mm. So, we, you know, the whole the Jewish idea of how the day yes. is wired, you have dinner that begins your day, sundown is the beginning of the day. I like to commune with him when I go to bed and when I wake up. I'm the same way. First. I'm the same way. I do the same thing. I love it. I, lo- I have to start my day that way. He really values first fruits financially. Mm-hmm. I personally think the reason we don't talk about money more in church is because it's, it's very convicting Somehow we've created some sort of theology or ideology that, eh, don't really get involved in the local faith community and the money thing is not that big a deal. Yes, it is. Uh, if you've Huge. never read Robert Morris's book, The Blessed Life, this is great. man, that book is great. Hmm. You know, I read the other day that he's not taking any money from that book. Oh, wow. Which I'm, I'm not saying it'd be wrong if he did, but he wrote that book, Just Pure Pleasure. Just Pleasure. That book is its the best I've ever read on First Fruits. Wow. You want to see your life blessed, start giving God first? There's an He's, ordered side to mm-hmm. Abba that a lot of people would be shocked at. Yes, and, and I think it's honor, isn't it? I mean, it's really honor, which I mean, I, I, what I honor, I value. And so by giving my first fruits, I am vowing you. I'm saying, 
talk is cheap. I'm actually using action to show you how much I love you. Getting into James here, mm -hmm. it's argued whether or not it's true. I think it's hysterical that a lot of people <laughs> think that Luther wanted James ripped out of the Bible. That's wild. Is that funny? That's unbelievable. That guy's a wildcat. <laughs> he didn't finish real good either. I mean, he, he had, <laughs> he had a few different views. Towards the Jews. <laughs> it was awful what he said towards the end. Like, what in the world? But one of the things that he he was famous for was just the idea of grace. But any message of grace that's not open to structure mm -hmm. is illegal. Yes. If you look at James, it says faith without works is dead. That's it. it I, I, one of my children right now, I'm mm. having conversations with this child. Intention's great, mm. but sometimes you just got to show me the money. Got to show me the money. You got to do the thing. Mm -hmm. Passion's overrated. Intention's overrated. I think for me, there's a part with me and the father right now where it's like, look at you. You actually doing what you're saying on physical capital. There you go. You're not reaching for that bread there, fat boy. You're going for the lean <laughs> turkey. There is a there's a part of our walks with Abba that mm. Jesus says, you're my friends if you do what I command. Mm, absolutely. Not what I ask or not what I suggest. Mm. Do. Just do it. The God of the, just do it. The God of the do. Why is it that the father, what is it about, discomfort that actually helps us, but our flesh doesn't like. What's the thing with discomfort? The father loves to put us in tension, doesn't he? And uh, that's what I've learned over the years. And and there he's, if you follow Jesus at some point in your life, you're going to be placed in tension. Some of mm -hmm. us live in tension. I mean, it's just, it comes with the territory, but there's so many positive things that happen in that. And I think the father does that for us because he, it's how we grow. You know, as a dad of five, I have four daughters and one son. I don't like disciplining them sometimes. Sometimes I have to admit that felt good because you deserved it. That's still the flesh. He's working out in me. But ultimately, the whole reason we discipline our children, we want to correct them, is because we want them to grow. We want them to learn. We want them to develop so that they wouldn't make the same mistake again. I so believe that's why the Father puts us in tension. One sometimes. of the things you love to do is go to the gym. You call it thrash sessions. Thra thrash sessions. Our bodies are built to you tear them down for them to grow. To grow. You know, when it comes to first fruits financially, you got to let go of that money. Mm -hmm. Some yeah. people are like, oh, God. But even mm -hmm. that is like, you can get to a place that's like, okay, well, it's not mine anyway. Yes. Or like tonight, if I truly see my body as his body, I'm not trying to put my convictions on anyone else. But my son asked me, Dad, on your eating plan, are you going to eat pizza at Pizza Inn last, uh, tonight after the basketball game? And I said, no. He has no concept for that at 13. Mm. Well, the truth is, in order for me to grow, in order first fruit mentality, just mm -hmm. eat the salad bar. Yes. Go get some of that. Dressing with no calories in it. it tastes like cat hair, but I eat it anyway, getting skinnier. And I'm saying what feels good all the time is keep that money, spend that money on me, eat what I want, do what I want. And basically, first fruits is evidence of denial. Yes. First fruits is putting my money where my mouth is in all the five capitals. Mm. You know, what really sticks out to me is there's a scripture in Psalm 40 where basically David has this revelation and the revelation he has, he goes, you know what? My whole life I've been trained and taught to bring you an offering. I've been trained and taught to bring you a ram, a goat, a bull to kill. It costs me something. And that's how we connect. That's the, the Old Testament paradigm of worship and, and all of those things. But then he says, but he said, but when I found the scroll written about my life, I said to myself, I desire to do your will. Yeah. And when you open up that verse okay. in Hebrew, basically what David is saying, wait a minute, I see this differently. Part of my life, half of my life, I've actually been bringing you an offering. 
He said, but what you really want is my entire life to be an offering. Yes. And there is a difference. Yep. A lot of us, we give offerings and that's good. But then there's a place in God where we actually become the offering. Yeah. Do you know there had to be a point in Noah's journey where mm -hmm. he's thinking, this is ridiculous. All the specifications there in the word. About oh, man. Yes. How long did he build that thing? Man. What I'm saying is there's a part, there's a large part of this. It's funny. He's showing me right now. I picked that speech that uh, John F. Kennedy gave that time. Don't ask what your country can do for you. In the kingdom, oh, we're man. here to, we're do lost, love slaves. Love slaves. I'm here to lay my life down for the Lord. And if you're truly good friends with God, mm. it actually becomes pleasurable to make your life an offering. And it's not, uh, yes. Eh. Yes, eh. man, that's what gets me excited. That's that's what that Psalm, that 40, that's what David, that revelation that he had, there was joy around that. There was pleasure. It was a privilege, not an obligation. Yes. It was he got to instead of I have to. If I show up to the prayer room mm. trying to please him as though I'm not righteous, I'm already behind the, the eight ball, ball, if you will. Mm. But there are times when I can feel his pleasure when I sacrifice even greater to go earlier. Yes. Right? There's something about when you're up at the crack of dawn and you're going after him. It's not it's not competition. It, mm -mm. It's not for anyone else to know. But there's a reason the Lord says when you pray to the Father, go and shut your door, close yourself in. Yes. We get rewarded based upon diligence. Yes. You get rewarded on first fruits, not just financially. Mm. You feel it. You feel I it. feel it. That's, that's so it has to look like something. Heidi, Heidi Baker's amazing. She ministered here a few years ago. She she I believe she got this statement from Mother Teresa, but love has to look like something. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mother mm. Teresa was in Calcutta and giving her life away. Well, I'm simply saying this. First fruits has got to look like something. Yes. Right? It does. Works, has to, it has to look like something. And there's an illegal definition of, well, there's no striving in the kingdom. Mm. You better be careful how you interpret that. That's right. Paul said, I pray in tongues more than you all. Yes. You think the little fairy's coming and praying in tongues for him? Mm -hmm. I mean, it takes effort. It takes work. There are some times I go to pray, Michael, I'm not in the mood to pray. <laughs> I'll just start warning tongues within 10, 12 minutes. I whip myself into a frenzy, and now I'm like, I'll, I'll be in here a long time. Wow, that's huge. It's basically putting your feelings aside, setting up a system of structure of first mm -hmm. fruits, whatever that looks like in all five capital, and just do it. And just do it. And just keep doing it. That's huge. I mean, we we enter in the faith realm, isn't it? I mean, that's when, especially what you're just saying about those, there's a lot of times we don't feel like it. There's a lot of times where we don't have money and we're saying, how am I going to give or all whatever, the, whatever the, the situation we're facing, but it's a requirement. That faith is huge. And when I, we step into faith. I, I, hmm. I don't think I've ever told you this. I was at the swing set with my kids. Sam, would, he's now 19. He would have been around eight. I was talking to eight. the Lord one day. I got so emotional. I heard him. I was talking about something else and I heard him say something. Oh, I know what it was. I was asking him about the beatings he took. Mm. And I didn't want to, but I was like, Lord, I just talked to him. I heard the Lord Jesus Christ say to me, I thought of you on that day. Yes. Call wow. me by my name. Wow. Say, I thought of you, Chad, on that day. That's huge. My point is like, there is no way the Lord had warm fuzzies about what he did for us. Mm -mm. One time me and Wendy was really wound up. We had to go see a counselor and I got mad being selfish. You know how the thing goes. I said, Lord, what do you want to say to me? And he said, greater love has no man than this, than he laid down his life for those he loves. Mm. The thing is, this first fruits is really about not what he can do for me. It's my pleasure to do to give to you. Yeah, that, that is so good. I think a great question to ask ourselves is, how can I give you glory today? 
What's just one way I can reveal you to somebody else through a conversation, a word, whatever it is. This 24 hour period, I have the day. The Bible says, make the most out of every opportunity. What opportunity can I take today just to give you glory, to reveal who you are wherever I go in life? It's a great prayer. You know how he answers that? Not all the time, but Mm -hmm. most of the time with me. Be present with those I bring across your path. That's excellent. That's excellent. Be present. Be be there. He reminds me of that Steve Sorghum. I can't pronounce his last name right. The megachurch pastor in Cincinnati that died for like 20 minutes. Wow. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Had an encounter with the Lord, and the Lord asked him, what is your daughter's best friend's name? And he said, I have no idea, Lord. (laughs) That is That That is eye-opening. I read John Burke's book. This is unbelievable. I had a man crush on John Burke for about a year. mm, Imagine heaven. Then I got to meet John Burke and have dinner with him. When I read through that story, and when that man went to heaven, and and the Lord was asking him, do you know your your, your kid's name? That was so convicting for me. And it made me, I'm not going to lie, it made me go, "Uh, Bethany, what's your best friend's name? (laughs) (laughs) And I started, and then now they come over to the house, and I know their names. But that is really powerful. I was at my mentor's house, Mike Hardigree, recently, and another book jumped off the shelf at me. And it was a little book written by, I believe, Bob Jones' wife, I believe, Bonnie Jones. Mm-hmm. Did you learn to love? Did you Bob died back in the 70s, left his body, was in heaven, came back. And while he was there, the Lord said, did you learn to love? Oh. If you read John Burke's book, if you know any skeptics in your life, get John Burke's book, Imagine Heaven. These are not, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, charismatic experiences. These are NDE near-death experiences where they are verifiably, before a doctor, dead. There are 1,000 testimonies over a 100-year period. Wow. And they really all have the same conclusive evidence that God highly values that we're present with people. It's unbelievable. What I'm trying to say is this. I'm not, I'm not lying, Michael. There are sometimes, there are sometimes I got to get somewhere to get something done and it's not evil. And the Lord will just give me a check. Mm-hmm. Connect with that person. Connect with that person. Lord. So mm. I'll close with this. First fruits and the conversation we're talking about being present. It's. It has to cost me something. It does. It's Diedrich Bonhoeffer. Is there any such thing as discipleship without it costing me something? What if we gave invitations like mm-hmm. Luke nine twenty three? <laughs> All right, anyone want to be a Christian? Absolutely. Okay, deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow, follow me. me. It's the Revelation twelve <clears throat> passage, isn't it? About the they love their lives not unto death. No greater love is this than the man that lays down his life for his friends. And how did David say it? I'm not going to give to you something that doesn't cost me. I'm not going to give you something that doesn't cost me anything. That's our blessing. Yeah. Go follow God in that way. We'll do our best too as well. Father, we love you. We honor you. I pray that you definitely just create in us a desire just to lay it all down. Lay it all down for you every day. All day. Jesus. Thanks for joining us on the Coach and Joe Leadership Podcast. Don't miss the Coach and Joe Talk Show on YouTube and check out coachandjoe.com for more resources, blogs, and merch. We will see you next time.